this is just a smidge more with Brandy Henson. I'm Holly Stillings, and this is Everything You Want to Know Without an Appointment. This is a weekly podcast where medical profession and real life collide. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us again. We have our friend Eric Mee here with us today. He is the proud owner and uh, dentist of State Street Dental, very prominent in Redlands, and all of our dentists. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's an epidemic. Thank Hi, you. Eric. Hi, glad to be here. <laughs> glad to have you. Thanks for having me. Uh, so, Eric, tell us a little bit about why why'd you want to go into dentistry? Um, dentistry for me, I think it just checked a lot of boxes. I'm kind of an analytical person. And so, especially with a big decision like that, I want to take my time and think about it. And um, yeah, it just checked a lot of boxes. You know, like I. I kind of always felt like I wanted to do healthcare or go into the sciences or something like that. And um, uh, I think I'm kind of an empathetic person. And so healthcare made sense for me. Um, but when it came time to actually decide, um, going into medicine just seemed kind of heavy. You know, you're dealing with life and death sometimes. Um, I guess it, it, it depends on your specialty. But um, yeah, medicine just seemed a little heavy. Like I didn't know if I could leave that at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did like the work-life balance of, that dentists can have, owning their own business. Um, and then the main thing I think is just the artistic side of it, working with my hands. You know, I, I grew up doing construction and carpentry, and so working with my hands is something that I've I've done my entire life, and that translated really well into dental school and then on into dentistry and. Um, I, even now into like my aesthetics, uh, it, it's really helped me. Um, and, uh, I think it's probably the main reason that it's been such a good fit for me. Yeah. See, I mean, mm-hmm. it, you're going gangbusters. Yeah. You're on Villa. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cover on Villa. Oh yeah. I got that yesterday when I, we got I mean, home. Uh, yeah. It's a great cover. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome. I a mean, lot of you, people get that thing. Yeah. I'm getting oh, text yeah, messages yeah, from mm-hmm. friends or like, no. Texting me pictures of the yeah. cover. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people get it. Now, are they saying good things or are they making fun no, of yeah, you? No, yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, some of my friends, <laughs> right? some of my friends, yeah, they're making fun of me. But a little bit of both. Mostly good things, yeah. And where'd you go to school at? Where'd you study? Uh, so I went to Loma Linda University for mm-hmm. dental school. And then undergrad was at University of Redlands. Okay, mm-hmm. great. And your dental practice is beautiful. Thank you. Um, you've de- you've just gone into the business and you just went gangbusters. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to open up my own place. I'm mm-hmm. going to run my own show. And it it's just gone phenomenally for you. So congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're like the OG people, though. Yeah, we you were are. at your other office. Yeah, you guys, you guys have been my patients How long have you been my time. dentist? Probably. Oh, here's- 12 years? 10? 10 years? 10, I mean, yeah. I've been out for 10 years and you were in right, like right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the old practice. Yeah. yeah. The new practice, first of all, I have to give credit to my wife. Practice? What's that? Where was the old practice? Um, we were above the comic book store. Yeah, oh, on Orange, right, right there. Right. Oh my Orange. gosh. Okay, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I have to give credit to my wife. My practice looks amazing because of her. That is yeah. true. She's she a designer great. and yes. she made it look amazing. Yes. And so that's. I think that's a big part of our success is patients like going mm-hmm. there because it looks good and it they feel like they're like at a coffee shop or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's, it feels that's like all you're part of the experience. Special. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to walk in and feel like, Ugh. no. 
And the thing I love about going to you is that I can take our kids and we all book at the same time and it's like, boom, boom, boom. We're all getting treated and we're done. And that's awesome. It's just so convenient and nice. Right, right. And Brandy, I don't know if people know this or not, but you've recently done her, did her veneers and they look amazing. (laughs) Yes, they're amazing. But... you really rolled the dice. <laughs> I, I, uh, I was a little when worried. You saw that t- what did the first text say? From Brandy? Uh-huh. Actually, you said we could do veneers. As like, I hadn't thought about it, but well, all right. You know what? Why not? <laughs> yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> not much else on my face. I was real, a little so. worried just about, not so much about like doing the work, but I was like, well, how many text messages is, am I going to get over the next like 2,000? Two, two months. And yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I had a lot of questions. <laughs> a lot of questions. A lot no, of concerns. No. So, like any question that any patient would ever have, Brandy asked. Yeah. So. yeah. See, I just um, saved. A lot of patients, a lot of questions. I, right. I should have so wrote them many. all down. Yeah, you we should. Did. Well, I did, actually. <laughs> I have some. We're oh. going to answer them okay. because patients keep asking me. That's so. true. And I have actually had a lot of people be like, what do Brandy's teeth look like? Do they look good? I was like, yeah, they look really good. They're wait and see. The process. Yes, mm-hmm. it's well, a process. Here's the first question. How big of a pain in the ass was I? <laughs> you really weren't that. It really wasn't that. <laughs> On a scale that. from Aaron's one to ten. Nice we already talked about this. Do you think he's really going to answer okay, that? Okay, two, are we still friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Right? See, yeah, we're I'm closer still. now. Now we're yeah, like see? connected in a in a new way. Yeah, that's so nice. <laughs> Stared in my mouth for hours. <laughs> well, she, she thought she was very picky, and I told her this. Like you wait, are, you are. Like she thought she was very no, picky. Uh, she uh, thought know, she was going to be more picky your, than me. Travis just left. We should have <laughs> made him stay for this part. <laughs> <laughs> so she was. I mean, she's definitely more picky than most patients. Yeah, but that's not a bad thing. No, but that's probably why you right. do what you she's do. She's still not nearly as picky as I am. So no. I knew it would be fine. Like, okay. I, I stress details way more than any patient ever will. So what made you go into veneers? It was um, like the natural next evolution Yeah, thing. it's you know, I, I've always, even in, like, undergrad, like, I was sort of attracted to the aesthetic sides mm-hmm. of dentistry. Like, my, my uh, senior thesis was on teeth whitening, you know, so... I kind of always knew I wanted to be in some some aesthetic realm with dentistry, and um, yeah, veneers is just like it's this it's this quick procedure where you is are, it quick? Yeah, well, relatively quick. You know, you're making a huge impact on somebody's face mm-hmm. in in two huge. visits. Yeah. Oh my gosh, some of the pictures you post, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's usually like four or five visits because we have planning visits and Mm post-op visits where we're checking the temporaries and whatnot. But it's really two working visits for most patients. And so to come in twice (laughs) or 25 and then make, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, to make those kind of changes in such a short amount of time, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, But it's challenging too. And I like the challenge of it. There's a lot of details that go into it. Um, it's very nuanced, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's a bit of a performance art. Like I can't just go work on someone's veneers and set it aside and, and then come back to it later. Like that patient's there, it's ready to go. Like they're numb, you know, the clock starts and we have to perform. And so the yeah. pressure's on. Um, and so, yeah, but it's, it's, I feel fulfilled at the end of the day. Like I just built something really, yeah. really beautiful. You know? Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So take us through the process. Like what, cause I've had a lot of people ask me that too. Like, what did, do you know the process? Like what did Brandy go through? What, how long, like what, what does it cost? Like, let's start sure. with where does someone start? Like if they want veneers, everyone knows, I think everyone 
kind of gets dentistry, right? Like, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory, but Mm -hmm. going into this new aesthetic realm of teeth and it, I feel like it's just growing so big every day. It's like the new more and more people, more and more people. I think with, yeah, with the social media and whatnot, there's people posting and more and more people are getting their veneers done. And I think that you have, uh, you have a way of doing it too, that I, I was a little surprised because I was like, well, Brandy, did you have to get your teeth grinded down? Like what happens? Like, cause that's mentally, like, I think what might people be like, you know what? Oh, I don't want to do that. I want to get my normal teeth grinded down or whatever. But then I saw a picture that you showed me of Brandy's teeth and not at all. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest uh, misconceptions that patients will have is they'll, they'll see pictures of people's teeth that are like little stumps, you know, Mm -hmm. or like little shark teeth. And that's, that's not veneers. Those are crowns, you know, and sometimes we have to do crowns. Like if someone has badly damaged teeth or lots of cavities or something. Um, But for someone who has generally healthy teeth, their teeth are generally straight, um, we don't have to grind much at all, and sometimes not at all. So like in Brandy's case, um, she had two teeth that were out a little bit more than the rest of the teeth. So those two teeth, we did have to grind a little. We had to bring them back. But because we were adding volume everywhere else, we didn't really have to grind the rest of her teeth. So um, yeah, we can keep things conservative. And you know, it's it's done differently, but you go to one doctor, it's done differently with another sure. doctor and every doctor is going to say that they're minimally invasive or they're going to, you know, not grind the tooth very much. But, uh, that can mean different things depending on which doctor you're actually going to. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, I would just urge patients to be careful when you're, when you're selecting your doctor, you know, make sure that you're looking at their work make sure that you're, um, spending a lot of time, um, having conversations with them about the whole process. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, what the, what starts the process? So the, they do an initial consult, right? Right. That, we start with a consultation. Uh, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. And really, like, at the consultation, I'm just, I'm trying to listen. You know, like, I, I don't really want to say a lot in the consultation. I want to just kind of hear, like, what does my patient want? What are their expectations? Um, and then we kind of decide where to go from there. And each case is different. You know, like, some patients are going to need things for health, you know, like they might have cavities or they might have broken teeth or missing teeth, you Mm -hmm. know? And so we have to, it's not, I would say most of the time we're not just doing veneers for somebody. Sometimes we're doing like seven veneers, uh, one implant and one crown because they had some problems in the back or something like that. Um, so yeah, we have to kind of plan out everything that we're going to do from there. We, you know, I'll, I'll take in, uh, what my patient wants and, um, we'll make sure that we're on the same page. Sometimes patients will come in and they have these like ridiculous expectations. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, I don't know for sure that I I can even satisfy what they want and maybe it's not a good fit, you know, because, um, at the end of the day, like we're connected now for a long time, you know, and, and it has to be a good fit for them. It has to be a good fit for me. So yeah, that initial consultation is really like the most important step. So then they go from their initial consultation mm-hmm. to the day of, mm-hmm. and then, and then that's where you place a temporary. Yeah. So during the consultation, depending on, on how much time we have or whatnot, um, we'll take, a bunch of photos. Mm-hmm. We'll take like 40 or 50 different photos. Sometimes we'll take videos and then we'll take molds of the teeth and we send that to our ceramist and our ceramist will actually design 
new teeth in wax. And we use that wax up to make the temporaries. It's kind of our starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's me taking information in from the patient. And then with all the photos and everything and impressions, we, we get a good starting point. And so when the patient comes in for the next visit, which is the preparation, mm-hmm. where we do any grinding necessary, we fix any cavities at that time. And then we use that wax up to make their temporaries. And the temporary stage is super important because that's like your test drive. Mm-hmm. The patient gets to see it on them for the first time and we can make adjustments. Brandy had uh, a few adjustments that she <laughs> wanted to make to her temporary. I remember her test drive. <laughs> even her daughter, even her daughter's oh, yeah. had adjustments that uh, we needed critics. to make. Yeah. So. Yeah. What, oh, did, it, what did the girl say? Oh. She had lots of comments. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> he, he was taking pictures and she goes, that does not look like my mom. Oh, really? <laughs> She's standing in the background during the photo. And she had some comments. So funny. Yeah. She's a hard critic, but she's honest. She has a good eye. She she has a good eye. Well, and you felt too, you're like, I said, well, what does it feel like? And you're like, it feels weird, but okay. You know, I mean, it felt like a retainer. Like I had a, my like Invisalign retainer all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't so much that I had problems with the temporaries. It was my bite on the bottom. So yeah. And you just had them on the top, too. Just on the top. Yeah, yeah, for people listening. But I think my bite was just off. I even And I'm sure she'll get them on the bottom, <laughs> Eric, just FYI. He's like, no, nope, okay, you don't need them. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, um, but no, the, the process through the temporaries wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. Um, and Did you feel like they could fall out at any given moment? Well, I had, I, he told me to be careful. I didn't want my, you know, mm-hmm. my grill to fall out. Yeah, <laughs> the temporaries, temporary they're not, they're not as strong as so the finals are. Obviously. I was very careful. Uh-huh. Um, but really my bottom tooth was bothering me. So it wasn't, I wasn't eating anything I wasn't supposed to, but the, the prep didn't hurt at all. It was, I mean, I don't know how much you had to prep them. Yeah, no, I mean, you were pretty minimal, but like, you know, you're numb throughout the entire process. Yeah. So, and then how long did you have your temporaries on for? Uh, almost four weeks. Oh, yeah. four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it didn't seem like that My long. My temporaries even went to Vegas with me. Oh, they did. <laughs> yes, they wow. did. <laughs> that would have been a great story. They if were they not going to Turks. Vegas. <laughs> yeah, during the the temporary phase, that's like when patients will usually see the biggest change because on that first day they come in. And they have their, you know, where they start initially and then they go to the temporaries, which are usually pretty close to where they end Mm -hmm. up. And so that's usually the biggest change, you know, but the next actual like working visit when we put the final veneers in, there's not as big of a difference, you know, like the temporary should look pretty close to the Mm -hmm. finals because the temporaries is where we made all of our adjustments. Mm -hmm. I communicate those to my ceramist and, um, so yeah, sometimes like we'll put the finals in and I'm learning this like as I, you know, go throughout my career, like in the beginning I was expecting this like, yay, you know, like mm-hmm. patients super excited to see their teeth, but you don't always, you don't always get that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's, act, and I'm like realizing it's okay. And you're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, why are you not happy? <laughs> but you know, These it's like, yeah. it's a four hour appointment yeah, sometimes and, lot. um, you know, they're numb and they're probably a little bit sore, you know, the gums are some bruising. And so I, yeah, I had to learn that, that you know, you're not going to get that response, but after a few weeks, 
Um, after things have healed, then yeah, patients are in love with their teeth. No, I love them. Yeah, I they look them. really good. But going back to being picky, mm-hmm. yes, I am picky. But I will, I will agree. You are more picky because that picture from Vegas that I sent you when I smiled, it felt like it cut off. And I'm like, wait, we did ten, but maybe I need twelve. And you're like, I already saw that. I already added. Yeah, two I already more. ordered the extra one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so the number of teeth you have veneered or whatever you call it, right? I mean, like it, you pick how many you want to do on the top or how many you want to do on the bottom mm-hmm. usually what if some people are just like you know what I want to do too that's fine you know that's oh, yeah, fine that's yeah okay. like yeah we you know you I don't ever want to it and whatever mm-hmm. yeah, where exactly. you get my color we'll get to that in a minute <laughs> what is your color <laughs> ask Eric oh we have a new name a for color I'm sure there's a big story there let's see let's get to the most perfect color white we can possibly <laughs> You have to go not to gr- blue white. No, you have to go blue white. Yeah. No. So, so w- then you get your you, after the temporaries, then you get those removed, mm-hmm. and then the real veneers, your lifelong veneers, go in. And are they lifelong? I guess I should ask that question too. Um, not lifelong. Okay. No. Um, you know, usually you want to get fifteen to twenty years out of okay. them. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you take care of them. If you you take care of them. There's a lot of factors that go into that. That's just an average, you know, if you're a heavy grinder Mm -hmm. and you, or you're like really cavity prone, um, then it might not be 20 years. Maybe it's only 10 or 15. Are your teeth, are your real teeth more protected, I guess, because you got veneers or in some ways, yeah. In some ways, like what are the ways? So, well, so it depends on the case. So say we had a patient who is a really heavy grinder and mm-hmm. they wore their teeth down and we're doing a full mouth rehabilitation. So we're actually opening that patient back up. We're restoring size to their teeth. And so now they're going to be grinding their veneers down. They're not going to be grinding their actual tooth down. So yeah, it's like a phone case for your teeth. You mm-hmm. know, it's actually protecting what's underneath there and, you know, restoring health and function. Because sometimes you'll wear your teeth down more if there aren't certain teeth supporting your bite or supporting the way that you're chewing and and functioning. So um, it's not just for aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Everything has to be form and function. It can't can't just be for for aesthetics. So Mm -hmm. I actually think when you were going through your trial period and you're like, look at my teeth, like, what do you think? Like, does this look normal? Does that look normal? And you're a hard critic too, by the way. I'm a hard critic too. I am. But I do think they look just a little bit different than what you had. So I think that four week trial period is amazing yeah. for clients that are interested in mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. I will say by four weeks, I was ready for him to be out. Yeah. Like, you and were then, eating like really soft food. You were like cutting up a meatball sandwich into like cubes. That's actually a good compliment when someone says that they're, you know, they don't, they don't notice like a huge difference. Yeah. You know, like we don't want it to be super obvious that mm-hmm. someone had their teeth done. You know, if you violate like what's natural, it's mm-hmm. going to be obvious and sure. everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah. you got your teeth done. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good compliment when patients come back for their follow up checks and they're like, yeah, people, you know, they they can tell that I did something. They, they'll be like, oh, did you what did you you've been working out or yeah. did you do your hair or what? So that's a good compliment. Yeah. We we're, we want patients to stay who they are. Essentially. Mm-hmm. We don't want to change their face. That's, so what you, I, that's what I tell my patients. We want to we want someone to look at you and be like, oh, what'd you do? Mm-hmm. Like you don't want someone to look at you and be like, oh, holy hell like what did right. you do yeah exactly so yeah I will say during the process going from temporary to the permanence the worst part for me was you taking off the temporaries not yeah. because it hurt because of the sound of the cracking <laughs> of cracking the sounds. temporaries I was like ooh, I don't want one of my teeth to come out with that so it didn't hurt it yeah. just the sound just the noise yeah yeah 
Yeah, we have to pop the temporaries off in it. Maybe you should put headphones That's on That's what under. I was just going to say. Some like you, relaxing yeah. music. You definitely headphones. can do that. Yeah. Courtney. Yep. Yeah. We, I mean, we have headphones. We encourage patients to bring headphones yeah. too. Um, but the sound is like, it's in your head, you know? Yeah. So if you have you the headphones on, you're, yeah, there's no, there. you're going to hear the cracking. What if you put them under gas? Can you do that? Yeah, we do. We have you different, different like forms of sedation. Some we, people are, from, are they completely knocked out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? We have patients who Why don't you go for that? I'm too much of a control freak. I got to stay awake really? and see what's going on. Oh my yeah. God. I would say knock me out, please. Yeah, I mean, for me your case, you're, you're easy case, you yeah. know, like I think what we spent like two and a half hours, yeah. you know? I mean, um, it wasn't bad. That was just, I'm saying if I have to pick a worst part, that was the worst part. Taking the part. temporaries off. Yeah. A lot of people do say that, um, but uh, it's quick. Mm-hmm. You know, get those things off quick. And now you just feel like you're normal teeth. Like you feel like yes. they're part of you now. Yes. They feel a little bigger. Like when I smile before, I could kind of hide my teeth and now they just poke out. They're just there. They, yeah. They're pretty white teeth that are just there. And then everyone gets to choose like what they are, their color you recommend mm-hmm. it. And then, yeah. So there are objective things and there are subjective things. Uh-huh. And so we will involve the patient in designing some doctors, like the old way of thinking, um, or even, even some doctors now, like they, they don't think that patients should be picking the color that the doctor should be picking it based on like your age and your skin tone mm-hmm. and whatnot. But it's just the way it is now, you know, like some patients just want <laughs> white, white yeah. teeth. And yeah. That's what I asked for. Yeah. White, white. Arctic white. Randy? No, they're called white as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's the color. When I asked so my ceramics now, we have like, we have like three main shades of white. Uh-huh. So there's natural and then there's like more of like a fresh white and uh-huh. then there's white as fuck, which is that's what, me. Brand, which is what go. Brandy got. How so. many conversations that's did new, you have with your ceramist? For your case? Uh, I mean, the normal amount. We talk, is I talk to my guy like every day. Your ceramist? A male. He's yeah, not he's working been, with Eric anymore after that. He's, <laughs> he's done. done. He's, he's, done. he's done. No, he's tired. awesome. <laughs> My ceramist, tired. he's awesome. He's been doing it for 20 years, and I've only started working with him for like a year. Okay. His name's Peter Song. He's actually in New York. He, I mean, he's awesome. He does such a good job, and we're we're learning a lot from each other because we have this rapport. Like mm-hmm. We're like buds. Like I flew out, and we hung out in New York. We went to a baseball game, and... Um, he's just, he's just a cool guy. We get along really well. And I and think that's important. did you follow important. his work for a while or how did you? Yeah, I found him on Instagram. Cause that's gotta then, be a huge thing, right? To find the right ceramist that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like oh yeah. Artist. It's everything. It's, mm-hmm. it can't, you can't have a nice aesthetic without a nice ceramist cause mm-hmm. it takes two, you know, yeah. you have to have two talented people to really like get this job done well. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's, he's awesome. My teeth got Our mailed technician. from New York. <laughs> So what would you say to people out there listening who are thinking about getting veneers? Like where would be the red flags for you as, you know, a you dentist? You mean like selecting a doctor? Selecting like a doctor to go with. Like <clears throat> what What would you say head for Z Hills if you're? I guess I would say like if you're trying to select a doctor for this, like you really need to see their work. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, anybody who's doing this a lot is going to have pictures of their work. And it might not be on Instagram. I would say most of the doctors are probably posting their their photos on Instagram nowadays. But you need to see a portfolio of their work. And I'm talking like at least 10 to 20 cases. Mm-hmm. And you should see consistent results. You know, like it can't be like, oh, yeah, these two look pretty good. But those two, I don't know what happened on those two. You know, like it should have this sort of consistent aesthetic. And I think just as important, you should jive with the dentist. Like, you're kind of having this relationship going forward and it should be somebody that you feel comfortable with, you know, like you're kind of married to them for the next 15 to 20 years. And, you know, if you have an issue or, 
you know, sometimes things don't always work out exactly how you want them to. And so it should be somebody who you feel confident in, who, you know, if shit hit the fan, they're there for you. They got Mm -hmm. your back. They're going to make sure things are right. Because it's an investment. It's a huge investment. It's a big investment. Yep. So going, talking about investment, what's the cost? What is the range that people can expect? The cost, it's going to vary depending Uh on where you are in the country, who you go to. Mm -hmm. Um, Typically, like if doctors are doing this a lot, so they've sort of built a reputation for doing this. I would say in the U.S., the average is probably like 1500 to 2000 a tooth. Okay. That's probably the average cost. Mm-hmm. For a general dentist, like if you if you were just at your dentist one day and you're like, oh, I, you had a question about veneers and like, oh, yeah, I'll do veneers for you for 1100 a tooth. That's mm-hmm. a red That's flag. A, well, <laughs> it might be. It might mm-hmm. not be, though. If you look at their work, like if they have good work, if they mm-hmm. do a lot of this and, you know, then that's their fee, then great. But it, that's few and far between, honestly. You know, I'm I'm having a lot of patients drive out to see us from Beverly Hills and mm-hmm. Orange County because the doctors who are doing this a lot out there are charging, you know, three to $5,000 per tooth. Sure. And I think that's why people are making a drive. They're willing to drive an hour, two hours to come see us. I've had patients flying from uh, Michigan, from mm-hmm. San Francisco. So it's been cool. Instagram's crazy. Like it they'll find crazy. you on Instagram and then yeah. all of a sudden you're their guy and they just, they feel confident. And that's so awesome. That's cool. mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Now, what about insurance? Like is there any insurance carriers that will cover any part of it for? If- there's, if there's a functional problem with a tooth, yes. Okay. So like if you had a cavity, then, uh-huh. you know, they're going to cover whatever it costs to fix yeah. the that part of the tooth. Now, do they have to have the cavity before or after? Like, <laughs> I don't I recommend before. going okay. to get cavities just so you can get veneers. No. I was like, what's the All angle? these, like, I stopped well, brushing my teeth a yeah, month ago. Like eating candy, you know. <laughs> no, not a good strategy. Tons of red vines. You the know? other problem with insurance is, like, they usually have a yearly maximum, so uh-huh. they're only going to cover, like, two or 3000 of your work anyway. they one tooth. Yeah, exactly. One tooth. So it's, it's more of, like, a year. discount card than uh-huh. anything. Yeah. yeah. So what do you, what's your favorite dental product out there? Well, the products I'm using right now, like for toothpaste, I'm using, it's called Risewell. Uh-huh. And it's a hydroxyapatite toothpaste, um, which is an alternative to fluoride. Uh-huh. Do we still need fluoride at our age? The research on the hydroxyapatite toothpaste is showing that it's just as effective as fluoride. And some people have their opinions about fluoride, you know, that they don't want it in their toothpaste. And so in my mind, it's like, why even question it? If, mm-hmm. if this one's doing just as well, you know, might as well use this one. So that toothpaste, can you get it in your office? Um, or is right it, as well? I should. I, I should, should set that up. Yes. Yeah. We can, um, we can put a link on here too. Just online. Something. Yeah. And then the toothbrush that I'm using is the Burst toothbrush. And you can get that in my office. It's an ultrasonic toothbrush. Um, I like it over the Sonicare because it's not as aggressive. Mm-hmm. The vibration is not like shaking your brain around as much. Um, and the bristles are really soft. So it's just preference. Yeah. What are the most frequently asked questions from patients about your veneers? Or my list of questions? Because it's yeah. actually questions patients have asked me. So yeah. some of those were coming from, well, me asking and my patients. Patients have a lot of questions during the process. But the initial questions, I think, when a patient's deciding to get their veneers is how much is the number one. Yeah. Do you have to grind my teeth is probably number two. How long do they last? Yeah. So we kind of covered that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, the grinding the tooth thing, um, we 
My goal is always to, to leave as much of the tooth as possible. When you leave more enamel, the veneer bonds to the tooth better. And that's giving you longevity. That's giving you um, better health to the tooth. And so it's super important. And, you know, like we don't, sometimes if a patient is like, I don't want you to grind hardly anything. And if that's their priority, we may have some aesthetic concessions. So I'll be like, mm -hmm. okay, we can't go as white because your veneer is going to be very thin. And so some of the color of your natural tooth is going to come through, but we don't have to prep your teeth at all. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so we can talk about like those benefits and patients can decide like, what is their priority? being conservative or aesthetics, usually it's somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. Now, the question I get a lot from patients, because a lot of my patients already have veneers mm -hmm. previously, and I don't know when veneers started getting popular, if it was the thing to grind the teeth all the way down, but they want to know if you can do veneers over their teeth with them, like basically ground completely down to nothing. Yeah, you still. I mean, you still can put ceramic over the teeth. Um, I th it's a, it's an easier process to just grind the tooth out of the way and let the ceramist build the new smile. You don't have to think. You know, it, it takes no planning, and so that's why you'll see a lot of these patients who will like travel to Colombia or Turkey or something, and they got these little shark teeth because they don't have to plan ahead. They just grind the teeth down, and then the ceramist makes the teeth and they put them in all in one visit. <laughs> Sometimes or very <laughs> quickly, like over a few days on the yeah. plane. Oh, <laughs> so the um, it's it's literally like the most important part of this whole process is it if you grind the tooth away, that's it. Like. There's no getting that back. And you're going to have, that's when patients have veneers come off. That's when patients have sensitivity. That's when patients have gum issues sometimes. So the most like minimally invasive we can be, the better it is for the veneers. What do you think, where, what, besides the veneers, where is like the aesthetics with dentistry going? Like, is it whitening? Is there, are they going to make gums pinker soon? There's definitely like a I lot of that. new exciting things coming out, um, you know, like 3D printing and um, like CAD CAM technology. But in my opinion, like there's still nothing better than having a ceramist like hand layer the colors in there. A lot of dentists, most dentists actually, the veneers that they do are what's called Emacs, which is a, it's milled from a block of porcelain. And it has some benefits. I'll use Emacs sometimes when... We need a lot of extra strength because it is a stronger material, but nothing's going to be that hand layered color. And the technicians that can do this really well are sort of going away because of the, the CAD CAM technology. A lot of dentists don't want to pay, you know, a premium for that skill set. And so, you know, the relationship, that's why the relationship I have with Peter is so great because mm -hmm. Finding a guy like him where we have such a great rapport, I know, you know, we're on the same page with everything. So yeah, there's there's nothing that really, really beats that in my opinion, like right now, but there are new things that are coming out. And what about are you doing any grills? <laughs> have you ever done a grill? I haven't. You know, grills, I would. Like I want grill. to. No, that please. Would be so fun. Let's, it would no. be fun, yeah. What, what? It's all it's all about just like knowing a good jeweler. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, you could find there's tons of good jewelers in Redlands. Yeah. Oh, up. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So next time I see you, yeah. you're gonna have a grill. No, but what Some, if, it if was you're like a jeweler a and you like, want to do grills, DM me on. What? <laughs> like if you were like if it's a thing to go out or whatever. Like I'm gonna put in my grill. Like it's a new trend. Yeah. Definitely. Right. Yeah. There's like tooth gems that people yeah. are doing and. No. 
No. Yeah, there's know. guys. I mean, you I'll just keep my white veneers. Do I don't want anything scuffing these. I was just saying. I mean, what's next, right? I yeah. mean, because it's all accessorizing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but I feel like you could accessorize other ways. I don't you know. could, but I'm just saying. Like you know, you could get white as fuck veneers, that's and then right. you don't need anything else. That's, right. that's true. That's the best. That's. I the think best honestly, accessory. like veneers are are sort of it right now. They really are. Yeah, they're like, all over the place. And and patients, it's exciting because patients are recognizing the difference in quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like. You don't always know it when you see a set of veneers, but when you see a set of veneers next to another set of veneers, you can say, okay, that one's a lot better. What's the aftercare like now for you? I mean, it's just like regular teeth. Normal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be doing things like opening packages and, you know, (laughs) chewing on your fingernails. Yeah, I'm very careful. (laughs) You shouldn't do that with your natural teeth anyway. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, when we snorkeled in Turks, I literally didn't want to put the snorkel piece in my mouth because I'm like, I don't want them pressing on my teeth. I don't want them messing up. I'm okay. (laughs) I'll just stand here and put my head in the water. I scare patients during the temporary phase, you know, like, be careful, don't bite anything. So then it I I really haven't, I won't even bite into bread, but part of, well, I was not, you know, drinking soda, eating dark things, drinking red wine because I had my bottom teeth whitened and that actually, that made my teeth more sensitive, not hurt, but more sensitive than any part of the veneer process. Really? That's what I want to do. It was amazing. It lightened them like two or three shades. That's amazing. It's amazing. So I was afraid. Yeah, Yeah, we do whitening. Do Mm -hmm. a lot of people do that? Yeah, a lot of people will do like their upper veneers and then just whiten the lowers. And how do you do it with like a laser or? No, just whitening gel. Oh, whitening gel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you put something over my gums. Yeah, so the stuff you get at the store or like a take-home kit is Mm -hmm. not as strong as the stuff that we do in the office. Mm -hmm. So we have to isolate the gums. We put the stuff on the gum to protect it because that stuff's so strong it would burn your gum if it got on your gum. Yeah. So what else do you offer in your office? I mean, we do all the general dentistry procedures, right? Crowns and fillings and root canals. Um, But other aesthetic things we do, um, like Invisalign is one. Um, oh, you do Invisalign mm-hmm. now? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do, um, I won't do anything that's going to take longer than like eight months mm-hmm. or a year. If it's a, an extreme case, I'll just send it to the orthodontist. But, you know, a pretty common scenario would be someone who had braces and they didn't wear the retainer. Mm-hmm. And so they had a little shifting. And so, you know, we fixed Me. those things. Yeah. You? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very common. I was shifting, right? See that little space? Yeah. You didn't wear your retainer. I never wore my retainer. It's kind of this funny thing. Like you get braces um, when you're like, you know, 14 or 15, mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to wear this retainer every day. I know. It's like, yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I never did. I've actually been Harp, pretty lucky, but. Harper wears hers every single day. She has not missed a day and has not lost a retainer. Well, good for her. Yeah, she's responsible. I can see that with her. There are, some, there are some of those types of patients. Yeah. Uh-huh. But That's Harper. No, your practice is awesome. It's a great place to go. It's a great place to bring your family. It's very comfortable. I, you know, as I get older, I never realized how much trauma people have from dentists and oh, like yeah. being young and mm-hmm. having problems with their teeth. And yeah, it's a I real mean, thing. It's crazy. And they just will not go to the dentist. They That's just me. won't. I know. Uh, my poor husband, he's been through it. Eric fixed his teeth for, he was like on a program for, I don't know what, <laughs> two <program>. years. <laughs> Joel, I know. I know it was. It was so bad. He's his been teeth. good though. Like He's been great ever he since he had... went through that. You put him on a plan. He, he is 
like a stickler with his dental appointment. Now he's like, we traumatized him. Maybe he did. He he was traumatized before. And then it took a lot for him to get out of that and go to the dentist when he started with you. And Danae, our our front desk manager, she same thing had this Mm -hmm. huge fear of the dentist and didn't go, didn't go. And finally she like, she's like, I went and I'm starting all my stuff. And, but I never realized like how traumatizing it is. It's not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. Getting your teeth worked on is not a fun thing. So like patient experience is everything for us. That's like our focus. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure we're doing everything we can to make sure the patients are happy and having a good time. And like from check-in to check-out, like, you know, every step of the process, we're we're trying to make sure that, um, you know, the patient experience is as best as it can be. So today with teeth, I feel like aesthetics are becoming such a huge part of everyone's lifestyle. Like it's just, it's an epidemic in Mm -hmm. a way. Like it's just, you know, next it's going to be toenails and whatever else. I don't know what, you know, Lexi was talking about elbows the other day. It's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. All of of aesthetics. There's so much stuff going on, Mm -hmm. but so I feel like you and Brandy's work really overlap together. Oh yeah, definitely. Face, teeth. Yeah. It's 100%. all coming together. Yeah. I mean, really, the lips and the teeth should be planned together. Yeah. You know, like if sometimes like we can solve certain problems with dental treatment and sometimes we solve certain problems with injectables, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you, just to be clear, you guys don't do lip injections. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, we sent them to Brandy for yeah. that. Um, so, you know, like if somebody has a gummy smile and there's limitations to sometimes the gum lift, if we only want to be a, like real minimal in the gum lift and just do a laser gum lift and not do like a more complicated surgery, then we'll laser away a little and then also have the patient get lip filler. And so it brings the lip down and forward. And so we're hiding more of the gum when they smile. So we can yeah. kind of like make things easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes too, like if a patient doesn't show much, we can send them, refer them for like a lip lift, you know, so we're bringing the lift yeah. up or the lip up so that they are showing more of their teeth. Oh, they do a lip lift too. I mm-hmm. didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, you can do a lip lift. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, or a lip flip, right? A That's lip another flip, thing. but with Botox. With you Botox, can even do yeah. that with mm-hmm. gummy smile mm-hmm. and it kind of just rolls your top lip up a little bit and you'll show more, you'll show less gum and a little bit more teeth, but in older people, the distance between your nose and lip get longer. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to put Botox there because then it's going to get real long and you're going to smile and you're going to see no teeth. <laughs> right. So, yeah, but they can surgically do lip lifts too. Yeah, so like a lip lift, yeah. you know, they'll make an incision under the nose and bring the lip up. Because when you show more of your tooth at rest, it's a more youthful look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a lot of times that's what we're doing at dentistry is we're trying to bring youth back to the teeth. So we're adding length a lot of times, we're adding size um, because, you know, we're wearing our teeth down. Yeah. You know, the teeth are supporting the, f- the lower third of your face. And so, you know, like someone who has a denture, you take their denture out and they have this sunken yeah. in face. And so when sometimes when we're opening patients up, we're making facial changes as well. You know, you guys are working on the surface of the face. We're working inside where it's actually supporting the muscles and the skin. Yeah. Um, so together we can do a lot of yeah. a lot of cool things. Even sometimes a lot of patients come in and they're not so much volume loss from aging in their face. It's from their teeth. The way if they're missing back teeth, if they're, mm-hmm. you know, if they have bad orthodontia, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it will 
you know, create indentations in their face and then you're trying to fill it, you're trying to do sculpture, but ultimately they need their teeth fixed first. And then it's really crazy when we have someone who has ground their teeth down like severely and we do a full mouth rehabilitation, we, we restore the size of their teeth and it opens their jaws back up. Mm -hmm. It's crazy how it affects the face, their face. Yeah. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you suggest? Would you suggest the teeth or the lips first? I would well, suggest I mean both. both. And do it not depends. do anything in between your veneers. Do yeah. not dissolve anything. Yeah. She's trying to do. She's, oh God, she's doing her lips I while she's in temporaries. And like, oh we, my we, God. we already. I didn't like the way that it made <laughs> my you lips did it that day. Yes, remember? Oh my God. Because I was God. talking to somebody and Holly walks by. She's like, what happened to you? Like my, I just tried to dissolve just a little bit. So I had to explain to my ceramist, <laughs> See, like, that's don't pay attention to the lip. Though. That's the perfectionist side of her too. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, I'm going to just do this little thing. And, you know. Yeah, and it was like the walk of shame into your office being like, sorry, you can't take pictures of the temporaries today because I look like I've had a stroke. Like, <laughs> seriously. It all worked out in the end. Yeah. yeah. So don't do treatments while you're doing treatments. You yes. can do before or after. Before or after. Before or after. Not during. Yep. And we can, and we could always work together, right? Brandy and yeah. Eric would work together to give you the mouth that you're looking for, the youthful mouth that mm -hmm. you're looking for. Absolutely. Yeah. Dream team. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Eric, thank you for coming in and taking this time to talk with us. Yeah, and absolutely. Thanks for having me. Very that was helpful. fun. First podcast ever. Yeah. See, hey. You made it. You yeah. made it. And uh -huh. what is your, what's um, your Instagram? My Instagram and is. And we'll tag you too in this. Yeah. At Dr. Eric Me. Dr. Eric. All right, Eric. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me.